Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times, and stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in, but you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro, easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag and Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. I'm making sure that you guys can hear me, just making sure that we don't have any technical difficulties. I don't believe that we are or we do, but since we are live back finally in the AYS studio, let's see. No, you guys can hear me. All right. Just want to make sure we don't have uh, any technical difficulties, but a huge show in store for you tonight. Guys, it has been a very hot topic type of day on a Tuesday. Hot topic Tuesday around LSU. We'll get into that. LSU versus Florida breakdown. Hashtag Ask Blake as we do every Tuesday and Thursday on the show. Things surfacing about head coach 
If you didn't see it, our good friend Jake Crane over the J-Boy show uh, said and went on his show saying he's hearing some rumblings of possibly Lane Kiffin maybe be interested for LSU. We talk about that. I'm sure we'll have to talk about that off the open because I already see some of the comments firing in and here. Uh, we'll do some more SEC breakdown uh, this week in MLB playoffs if the good Lord allows us to get there. So a big show in store for you tonight. Glad to be back. Glad to be back with you. And do us a favor before we get started and hit the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. We would greatly appreciate that if you're on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. Guys, we've had a lot of new subscribers this month on our YouTube page. I greatly appreciate that. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe and notification bell. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. I don't really know what Twitter's doing. I think Twitter's act, you know, is having its own like little conniption fit. There we go. It's like Twitter's having its own little conniption fit on what it's trying to do playing the stream. So if you're on Periscope Twitter, uh, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but they're acting like a whole hell of Rudy Poos uh, in a handbasket on this one. All right, let's get to a couple comments before we get started. Chris Barnhill says, let's go. Cody McGee says, we are live, the best show today. I appreciate that. So does Craig Schilling. Uh, Jason Wilson says, let's go. Brandy says, watching nervously, a huge Ole Miss fan. A very huge Ole Miss fan, Brandy Blake, or Brandy Palmer Blake, is watching nervously. Well, I'm assuming we'll have to get to uh, this Lane Kiffin story uh, off the top. Austin Coleman sends us some stars via Facebook. I really, really appreciate that. Every time you guys send us stars and super chats on Facebook, we greatly, greatly appreciate that. And I see that Brian Annie Pitton has one off the top, so we'll get to that as the first question. Uh, and Andrew, Andrew Brisser says, Blake, is you two up? Yes, it is. Is is up and ready to go. Perry Mason, a Florida fan, the orange man himself, says no shoe this year. Well, Florida's not going to be a shoe uh, or need a shoe, and we'll talk about that. And tomorrow morning or tomorrow evening, uh, I'll be on with uh, David Waters from Gators Breakdown, and you guys can go catch that, all you Florida fans that are trickling in here this week uh, as well. But before we get started, guys, let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we will get started. Great show in store, though. Let me get a sig of water before we get this thing going. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and BetOnline.ag. Guys, with 63 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you for so long now about the mobile betting service, BetOnline. Guys, I use it every single weekend. We went four and two, actually, technically, five and two last week with our football picks and our boxing pick. Shout out to Tyson Fury. So, really excited about us placing the bets and making some money. And obviously, we're able to do that from our good friends over at Bet Online. Guys, get over there. You get over there today. Use your mobile device. Sign up. Get the 50% welcome bonus. Use the podcast tab. That way, they know your good friend Blake Rafino sent you on by since you are in the great state of Louisiana. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. 
All righty. Let's get this thing rolling. Brian and Annie Pinton. See, I don't even know if it's Brian or Annie. You know, so, Brian, you're going to have to elaborate. But he says, good evening. He sends us $5 for your super chat. And he says, good evening, Blake. Go, Tigers. Do you think O will be gone after Saturday? So, here's some things that I'm rolling. So, so normally, normally, um, you can't keep sourcing out for long. So, what do I mean by that? You can't normally keep things out, especially when it's a, not only if it's like a coordinator search or if it's a head coaching job. But guys, I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take the approach of I'm just gonna tell you some things that I hear, and there's some things that I'm gonna keep to myself because <laughs> there's so much smoke that's going out there right now about the LSU head coaching job and Ed Orgeron isn't even fired. Like, hasn't even been fired. Now, the question from Brian or Annie was, do I think that uh, uh, that Ed gets fired on Saturday? I think, I think that we need to see what happens Saturday. I don't know if Scott pulls the trigger if LSU finds a way somehow to beat Florida. Now, I do not believe that LSU will beat Florida. As tough as it is for me to say that, and as optimistic as I normally am about LSU athletics, and sometimes I have on too much of the purple and gold glasses, um, sometimes you we have to be realistic with ourselves. Florida is a team that is going to come out and they're going to run the football with Anthony Richardson. They're going to run the ball with uh, Emory Jones. They're going to get it to the great running backs. And they're going to lean on that very, very talented offensive line. LSU's weakness last week was their defensive line and their linebackers. Over the last four games that LSU has faced a run-heavy attack or a team that really wants to run the football or a team that just has a really good offensive line and they lean on them, this is what has happened even going into last season for LSU's defense. 1,010 rushing yards against. 161 carries, 6.27 yards per carry, 252.5 yards rushing per game, 10 total touchdowns. Let me say that again. LSU has allowed in the last four games when they face run-heavy attacks, 1,010 yards on 161 carries, 6.27 yards per carry, 252.5 rushing yards per game, and 10 total touchdowns. So when you ask me, well, Blake, can LSU beat Florida? Well, sure they can. They have the talent. They don't have the coaching. No, no, no. They don't have the coaching. And defensively, what you're going to try to do, what you're going to try to do is you're going to try to take your weakness and that you think is your strength in the front seven and ram it up against the wall against Florida's strength, which is their rushing attack offensively. The comparison for you LSU fans is very simple. This is the version of less miles in some aspects. This is the version of less miles running toss dive offensively over and over and over again. Now it's just slipped defensively. 
Because the front seven isn't really busting a grape right now defensively. You got linebackers getting run over by by small running backs. You got the defensive line that's getting pushed back four, five, six yards back from the line of scrimmage. The only bright spot that you honestly can say that you have at the current moment, Neil Farrell gives you spurts of some good things, has been Mason Smith. And where he's had his success is in the interior of the defensive line. And Ed Orsron comes out in the media yesterday and says, hey, we're going to move in the defensive end. Hey, remember the two guys that we recruited during all the offseason that we said was really good in Bryce Langston and Savion Jones? You know what we're going to do? We're going to bring them. We're we're not going to play them. We're going to put our best interior guy on the outside. These are the kinds of things that lead people to to hint at and want to talk about Ed Orgeron being fired. Now, Today, today, I had been in my office in 45 days, and this stupid mosquito won't get out of here. I can't find a way to kill it. Today, our good friend Jake Crane over at the J-Boy Show said on his show and even tagged me in it on Twitter that he's hearing some things about Lane Kiffin and LSU and that the job opened up. I'm going to give you my take on this. Now, let me say this about my good friend Jake Crane. Jake Crane is a is a guy that is when he says something, especially when it comes to sourcing. It's like Steve Nash going to the free free throw line when he was with the Phoenix Suns. Automatic. Now, coaching coaching carousels change very quickly. You got guys like Jimmy Sexton that are involved. You got guys and boosters from LSU that might have some of their say. What does Scott Woodward want to do? Now, I am not saying that Lane Kiffin's going to be your next head coach, and I'm not saying he isn't. But the simple fact, and even in, and I know that Jake ran with it today, but there has been some rumblings on Lane, but I do not know if LSU. And the even if it is a perception of Lane Kiffin of off the field issues with what LSU is dealing with, it might not even be that Lane Kiffin has had off the field issues in some time. It's more of a perception that is surrounding LSU. But to all the Ole Miss fans and to every SEC fan and every college football fan around the country, I know you're going to call me a homer for saying this, and this is okay, but I think that you're going to say that this is realistic. Right now, right now, LSU is a top five job in the country. Even so much that I can, I think that I can make the argument, and I make a damn strong argument that it's a top three job in the country. So, what makes you think that every coach around the country outside of one, or maybe two, or maybe even a handful or three or four guys that would not even entertain the LSU job? And let's not act like that majority of head coaches, even in the NFL, are going to entertain if or when Scott Woodward makes that phone call. 
this weekend is, you know, I've I've said this before, so I'm not going to say it again. Every weekend that Orgeron has is is the head coach of the LSU Fighting Tigers. It is a it's a very monumental week because we don't know if Scott's going to eventually pull the plug. And truthfully, Ed can say what he wants. Boom! Finally got him. I think to the mosquito, but Ed can say that all that he wants that nobody's told me about my job status. Guys, to the 391 people that are in here currently live, it's a lie. It's a lie. He knows exactly what's going on because he got he has and boys out there running around asking the entire boost all the boosters, members of TAF, their grandmammies, the, the shrimp boat captain down in the bayou, the guys up north, the rednecks on the south, uh, uh, you know, in the southeast of the state, everybody. They're calling everybody. I had three people called me today saying, hey, bro, you know that, you know, Orgeron and his staff is kind of getting out feelers about how they feel about him? Don't tell me. Do not tell me that you don't know what's going on and that you haven't been talked to when I know and you know and everybody else knows you're lying. So when everybody asks me about this week, about what's going to be on the field, what confidence do I have or should I have that LSU is going to win this game now? As I tip my LSU Tigers, Fighting Tiger purple hat, am I rooting for LSU this weekend? You're damn skippy. Do I want Ed Orgeron to win this weekend? Yeah, I do because he's attached to the LSU football team. I'm not rooting against LSU. I'm not rooting for Dan Mullen and, and the Florida Gators to come in here and re- and kick our Rudy Poo asses. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? Also, I want to say this, too, to all of the media that says, I'm just trying to be a, a, a realist and I'm not a homer. Bro, for a living, you talk about LSU sports. Shut the F word up. Like, bro, shut up. It's getting nauseating. So, is Lane Kiffin a option? Yes. Is he the option? I don't. Again. Jake Crane is one of those guys that, like Steve Nash, at the free throw line, he's almost automatic. I mean, but, but, I've also seen Scott Woodward pull some shit out of his hat before and send the strongest of smoke screens out there and things not go through. Some things that I'm hearing, I'm not going to put out into the forefront yet. I'm not going to do it. Because what everybody is doing is, is they're saying, I'm hearing this. I'm hearing that. I'm hearing this. And what they're not doing is doing their real job and finding out what the truth is. Because Scott's not giving them anything. And when he does give people stuff, it's a lie. Who's, Who's better at sifting through the bullshit? 
That's what's going on right now. So, do I think that the Lane Kiffin story is BS? Hell no. Not because of, mainly because Jake Crane's reporting it. 100% because Jake Crane's reporting it. Be something uh, uh, to uh, to to keep our eyes on. Uh, Holden Lee says, spill the damn beans on YouTube. No. And let's see, we had a poll in YouTube too. I put up a poll on YouTube uh, and I said, would you I said, would you like Lane Kiffin to be the next head coach at LSU? Fifty three percent of people say yes, and forty eight percent of people say no. So there you go. Perry Mason says no JIB call tonight. No, I don't I don't talk to that Rudy Pooh. Guys, I simply don't talk to that Rudy Pooh. Uh Tommy says Kiffin is a smoke screen. Um look, very much could be. And Tommy, honestly, that's where at the at the current moment, that's where I lean, right? Like where I lean is I I lean that it, it has more smoke screen around it than anything. However, this is what I don't believe is smoke screen. And it's not so much that it's me believing it versus getting some sourcing behind this. I fully believe 100% positive positively inside my bones that Lane Kiffin was the first coach to go to his agent, Jimmy Sexton, and say, I want LSU, go get it. I fully believe that. Now, will Nick Saban have a say at Lane? Let's just say hi, and let's even say, you know, just Jimmy Sexton, whose biggest client is Nick Saban, would he even allow? Would, would Saban allow that to happen? This is the biggest head coaching hire. The biggest head coaching hire in Scott Woodward's career. It's not close. A and M, Washington, eh? They ain't won a Rudy Pooh thing. Still okay. Those two coaches did okay. This is the biggest hire in his career. It's not close. Uh, Pooh Bear says Blake up in this thing. Gino Vega sends us some stars. <laughs> Gino, what kind of profile picture is that? But he sends us some stars via Super Chat. Holden Lee says YouTube over Facebook. Yeah, a lot of people say that they like it. Look, I'd love for everybody to go over to our YouTube page, AYS Sports, hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. Do that for us. Uh, Bundy says bring on the lane trade. Hoo-hoo! Chicka, 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 chicka. Man, the Rudy crew, if it's your first time joining us, the Rudy crew is uh, our chat. That is what our chat is called, the Rudy crew. And Jason says, Rudy crew, let's go. Rudy crew, assemble! As, and Jason sends us some stars via Super Chat. Marvin Mackey says, I'm not getting my hopes high on Kiffin. Well, usually... And look, guys, our head coach, LSU's head coach isn't even fired yet. Now, to the Rudy Poos that are in my DMs, because I got to say this because I am tired. I mean tired of this happening. To all the people that are saying there's no way in hell that Ed Orgeron is getting fired. It's all and it's crazy. It's always the most like 
boondock looking dude too. Now always wearing like overalls. Always got like a piece of hay hanging out of their mouth. Orgeron ain't going nowhere, Blake. It ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Big Daddy, go play your banjo some more because you wrong. Unless Orgeron completely 100% wins out, a change is coming. You guys ever watch the, uh, God, what's that TV show? Your boy Jon Snow. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And the whole thing was winter is coming. Change is coming. Mark Spell says, over under 300 rushing yards for Florida. I'm going to go under. Uh, guys, ha you know, what Kentucky did for rushing for 330 yards, I mean, that's not something that happens very often. However, <laughs> Ole Miss did it last year. L uh, Kentucky did it this season. I mean, guys, look, and to this point, look, w one thing that, you know, and we're going to put in a segment tomorrow where Blake was right, where Blake was wrong. Where I was right is the concerns on the defensive line. Because you can you can blame linebackers all you want. You can blame Damone Clark all you want. But when the defensive line is getting pushed back as bad as they were Saturday night, I, I mean, man, it's tough to ask a linebacker to do a lot. Like, it's, it's tough. Everybody wants to talk about how good this D-line is, man. But, uh, guys, again, again, if you want to talk about how trashy, your words, not mine, the LSU O-line is, you better have some of the same criticisms towards Kentucky's or towards LSU's D-line. Because, truthfully, getting just manhandled isn't scheme. Now, do I think scheme could help this D-line be a much better because of the talent that they have? You damn skippy. Orgeron is not helping anybody. Now, I'm got to – this is going to be a hot take and people are going to get mad. Like, people are going to get mad at this. And I hope that this is okay. Guys, is this really Durante Jones's defense or is this Ed Orgeron's defense? Because when I pop in the film and I pop in the film from 2020 and I pop in the film from 2021 and I'm like, damn, that's the same alignment to that same formation from a season ago. Safety's in the same spot, corners at the same depth, linebackers in the same gap, linebackers in the same spot, D-line in the same scheme, they're in the same spots. So then I start asking myself the question, huh, how much is this Durante Jones' defense? For, because I don't ever remember Durante Jones being a Bo Pelini guy. Huh. 
Interesting. Now, one thing Orsron did, and Orsron even said this in a press conference. He said that in an argument, he this is his words, not mine. Ed Orsron said when LSU played Mississippi State a couple of weeks ago that Durante Jones won the argument with Ed to play eight in coverage and rush three. That was the game plan. And Durante Jones won. And the only reason Durante Jones won was because of the simple nature of what happened a season ago. The only reason why. Mm. Crazy, bro. Um, let's see here. Bobby says, so ready to figure out what's going on with O. Guys, it's not hard to it's not hard to figure out. Um it's not hard to figure out. And, and look, I don't talk I don't talk about the off the field issues a lot until they start affecting what's going on on the field. And I think that they're affecting on the field. Like I I don't know how we can get around that it's affecting on the field. Now look, people are going to be mad. People are going to be mad about what I just said with Bo Pelini. But guys, schematically, where's the difference? I've been holding on to that one for a, for a hot minute. Let's see. Let's get to a couple more of these comments. Roderick said he's up in the house cooking. Brandon says, if we're going to fire a championship-winning coach, you have to replace him with someone who has at least won a conference title in their career. I don't disagree with that. I don't necessarily disagree with that. And I think that's what makes Mario Cristobal so intriguing. Um, and look, if you put if you put blind resumes up on Lane Kiffin and even Ed Orgeron, guys, they're not. I mean, the the sad thing is, is Lane just hasn't had a lot of success at the Power Five level. Let's see if he could. But but at the end of the season, if Lane is ten and two, eleven and one. Are you really saying that, right? Like, are you really bitching and complaining and moaning, oh, dear God, oh, dear God, Lane Kevin hadn't won the SEC championship? Oh, dear God. Bro, I got something wrong with me in the head. God bless it. This fucking mosquito, man. Can't get kill that son of a gun for anything. Roderick Dugas says, Nape auditioning tonight, talking about Billy Napier. What's the score? Because, I mean, I can't necessarily monitor it too well. Um, I can't monitor it too well um, while we're doing the show. Uh, Stefan says, <laughs> Uh, Jimmy on Facebook Live says, make an offer to Dabo in his D.C. to come. Uh, I mean, guys, if you hire a national championship winning coach, I I, I don't know <laughs> what – I mean, how are you going to get mad at hiring a two-time national champion winning head coach? I mean, hell, call him, see what he says. Call him, see what he says. 
You'd be surprised. Aaron Adams says Raging Cajuns up 20 to 3. How about that? How about that? Harold Woods, what's up, Harold? He says, Ed O has reverted back to Ole Miss days. It's O's defense and O's offense. <laughs> Man, I really, really, really want to argue that point. Like, meaning, like, I want to be able to argue that Orgeron's not meddling. Because I told you four weeks ago, and I got just blistered by Ed Orgeron homers. Blake, he ain't meddling in the offense. Guys, he is. I mean, look, if I tell you something on this show and I say something like that, I'm not running it out here in speculation. If I run something out here in speculation, I will tell you this, and I quote, this is what I think is going on. Then the statement. When I say Ed Orgeron is, and I'm being definitive, I hate being this negative. Hate it. People call me a homer all day long on Twitter. All day long. I don't know how you watch this show over the last three weeks and have called me a homer. <laughs> Ever since they try to ban me and shit. As 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 uh you know what did what did uh Eli Manning do? I'm not sticking the the middle finger up. But you know what I mean. Uh, Aaron Adams says, how in the heck uh, did I lose my my top fan badge? I don't know why. People keep asking me about that, man. People are saying, oh, Blake's taking away top fan badges. Dog, I have no idea. I ain't going out there taking top fan badges on Facebook. I promise you, Aaron. I ain't ain't like the – I ain't like the – I don't know. I'm, I'm not even gonna say that. Hide your kid. Hide your wife. I ain't snagging. I ain't snagging top fan badges out here. I promise you. Brandy Blake says Ed O 100%. Ed's D 100%. He just uses his DC as a scapegoat. Yeah, the thing is, he hasn't said anything negative about Durante Jones all year. Because what are you gonna say negative about Durante? Durante's more of a passing game coordinator defensively. He's got to let Durante Jones go, man. I, 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 you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to do it my way or the highway. You're on the highway now, dog. <laughs> uh, let's check this poll. 62 votes. Let's end it there. Uh, but 53% of people said that they would take Lane Kiffin as their head coach. Actually, a little bit crazy. Uh, Look, 53% is, is is pretty high, man. I didn't expect that to come. Bunny says, them banjo people fish in the same hole as Ed. That's true. I mean, look, so let – I am, before we get more into around the SEC and firing your questions now, hashtag Ask Blake, um, the one positive thing that I am going to say about this game is – LSU did find a rushing attack last week. 
Now, can they do that again? Can they do that again this week? And if they can and are able to complete some things offensively, maybe they can make this a game. But LSU has their top offensive weapon out. They have multiple guys on the defensive out. Major Burns, that we already know about Derek Stingley, Andre Anthony, uh, Ali Gaze out again. Out again. You get Glenn Logan back. Let's see what he can do. But, man, I mean, I know that this game sounds a lot like it did from a season ago. I I just – I. The way to beat Florida, the way to beat them is exactly what Kentucky did two weeks ago. If you want LSU to win, and I, God bless it, I hope these coaching, this coaching staff is listening. If you want to beat this team, line up in zero-man coverage and let Emory Jones prove to you, prove it, that he can throw, that he can lead Florida to a win by throwing the football. Send the house. It's like your boy says on Remember the Titans, blitz all night. I don't want them to gain another yard. (laughs) Line it up. Send the heat. Ed, you ain't got nothing to lose. Ed, Ed Orgeron has absolutely nothing to lose. He's playing with house money. What's that movie? Bring the heat. Oh, rookie of the rookie of the year with uh, uh, which which uh, Chad Stedman. Bring the heat. Emory Jones can't lead Florida to a win throwing the football. You know who figured that out? Everybody that's beaten Florida this season. Second half, Alabama adjusted. They made Emory start beating him, throwing the football. You do have the personnel on the back end that I think that could go with Florida's athletes. And if you can't, and if they don't, it's okay. Send the house. Stop playing vanilla ice cream looking defense. They are playing. LSU should have multiple shades of defense. They should be like the Baskin Robbins of defensive looks. They aren't. They are your traditional put some ice in an ice cream machine, put some whipped cream in that son of a gun, put whatever you got to put in an ice cream machine, and let that ice cream machine spit it out, and that's them. Vanilla. Vanilla. Offensively, your schemes and your plays are taking too long. Your scheme, look. Jake Peets is too wound up. Guys, offensively, it might take series where you're 12, 13, 14, 15 play drives to go and get seven. By God, if that's what gets you to score, you hold on to the football and you get points and you win the football game. Style points means not jack diddly shit right now. It means nothing. You got to go out there and win the game. That should be their game plan. Send the heat. It's not that difficult. Guys, I promise you it's not that difficult. Not this week, it ain't. 
you have gone through three straight weeks of offenses that run the same concepts in theory, and you haven't changed jack shit. Florida knows, and God forbid, you let of the of all the offensive-minded coaches, the one that you can't allow to be vanilla against is the wizard that's known as Dan Mullen because he can look like Cousin Eddie. He can have a bigger mouth than a, a, a horse. But by God, can he call offenses? Sorry I went on a tirade. <laughs> Richie Roche from Roche's Lawn and Landscape says, throw the funky cheese. Which reminds me, you give him a call. 225-937-7220. 225-937-7220. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino sent you on by. Guys, give him a call. Get that landscape done today. Today. They do a lot of things outside. Let him come out to give you an estimate. Again, it's 225-937-7220. Tell me, good friend Blake Rufino at AYS sent you on by. And our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, you already know who they are because we were there for the last three weeks since Hurricane Ida hit doing the show. 985-386-7600. 985-386-7600. That's the DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Okay. Henry Pooh Bear says, that's interesting. I lost my top fan badge, but I haven't only <laughs> – But I have an OnlyFans badge. Can anyone explain what that means? <laughs> oh, God. Pooh Bear. Bro, you need to you need to be like you need to be a comedian, dog. I'm just telling you. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> this man, this man straight up said he lost his top fan badge. And like, <laughs> bro, come on, son. Whoo! Firing your questions, hashtag Ask Blake. Uh, inside the Rudy Crew chat. Uh. Craig Schilling says, get him the heater. Yeah, that's Ricky, Ricky the wild man, uh, the wild thing Vaughn. That's it. Uh, Don says, misdirection plays are still killing us. He you're right on that. And look, Mullen's gonna do that this week. He's gonna, he's that's what they do. They like to run counters, they want to like to run gap schemes. If you don't know what gap scheme is, let the end come up the field, let the backside guard and or tackle run some, you know, hit him, seal an edge, and then when you get a gap. You got the pull schemes. They want to run counters off of it. You guys, their rushing attack is fantastic. Quite honestly, from a schematic standpoint, it's much better than you saw last week, which is scary. Guys, if we have two straight weeks where a team is running it down our throats, I'm gonna throw I I like I know I've been losing it on this show. Like I know that I've been losing it. I am going to lose my absolute mind. I'm going to lose it because there's nothing more humiliating on God's green planet. Nothing more humiliating on God's green planet than for you to get your ass kicked 
by a team running the football down your throat. It just isn't. It's embarrassing. Hunter Daigle says, yes, attack, attack. I agree with that. Uh, Jason Austin says, hashtag Ask Blake. Dabo comes from the SEC and is the ultimate competitor. You don't think he would love to come to the SEC powerhouse and compete against Nick Saban every year for championships? I never said that. Yeah, I never I never said that he wouldn't. Never said that he wouldn't. I, I don't know if he would, and I don't know if he's available. Does he leave Clemson? You know, Look, he spent more years at Clemson than he ever did in the, in Alabama. I think he made a joke one time that he's close to spending as many years at Clemson than he has in, you know, like he spent over half of his life at Clemson, I think is what he was trying to say or something. Something of that nature or, or coming up on it. It was something like that, something stupid. Um, so we'll see, you know, like we'll see. Um, I mean, you make the phone call. Guys, we got a long way to go here. You know, there's some things that I'm hearing behind the scenes with Orgeron and Woodward and, 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 and President Tate and shit like that. Like, so, but we got a long way to go. And, and look, Orgeron's probably going to try to fight it if LSU fires him with calls. I mean, but I don't think Ed's got a leg, a leg to stand on. I mean, actually, I, I, again, I don't think, I know he doesn't. From a morality standpoint, he has no legs to stand on. God, this is still my... Th- Pooh Bear, this is probably one of my favorite quotes of all time, uh, favorite comments of all time. Uh, Harold Woods says, I agree, send the house, O won't do it. After what he said after this uh, past game, I'm not sure if he's even been able to, if he's been uh, watching much film. And I agree with that. Like, like, I, like I agree with that. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know if. Because, look, last Tuesday, and, and, I, and I keep reiterating this, I told you what Kentucky was going to do. They went out there. They did it. And then Orzron, again, going out there saying he's surprised of a rushing attack of 330 yards. Like, bro, what in the hell are you – like, guys, I don't understand it. I, I think that I make – I'm making a bigger deal out of what Orgeron's saying to the game than most people are, probably because they're not listening to the that Rudy Pooh. Guys, he said, I'm, I'm surprised that they ran for three, that the rushing attack was so good. Huh? And even if he was, no, he ain't, you know, the, the things, some, some of the things I'm hearing, you, you know what, I'd be surprised Harold, you're right. I'd be surprised if he's watching film. He might be watching film or something else. But it ain't the game, you know, and I'm not talking about his personal life. I'm just talking about, like, I don't know what the hell he's watching. Darren says on Facebook Live, if Kiffin comes, what's the chances Muschamp be in the D.C.? I don't know if they have really a – a history with one another. I, I I don't know that. Chad Briscoe says we need heart. Yeah, we need heart. We need lots and lots of heart. Logan says hashtag ask Blake if you're Woodward, who are you hiring? Uh, you know, like I feel like as a fan base, and for me in spe- specifically, I haven't done enough research to say who my guy is yet. Because look, again, Orzron's still here, and I know everybody keeps asking Blake, who would you hire? 
you know, if I had to go down the list, I think the, my top five would be Jeff Halfley. And this is in no specific order. I think Jeff Halfley from Boston College makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think that Mario Cristobal is a home run hire. I think that at minimum you do interview Lane Kiffin. Um, I think you call guys like Dabo. I, I, I'm I'm off the train on calling Bill O'Brien. Like, you call that Rudy Poo, it's over. Um, no, don't hire him. Um, I mean, maybe if you do some research on P.J. Fleck, if you, you know, I need I need to do more of my own research. You know, I think that the hottest name right now is obviously like Mike Mario Cristobal. I don't think that James Franklin is necessarily a good fit. I don't know how that would work out with James Franklin. I tell you who I and look, I, I've said this on the show for the last month, and and, and <laughs> I'm gonna get pushback on this, but and I'm not saying for him to be. I'm not saying for him to be the, the next head coach at LSU. I'm a big Mel Tucker fan. Okay? Like, I am a big Mel Tucker fan. I, I'm i to the point where I hear him in a press – you know, like, here's the crazy thing. I had a couple of my good friends tell me that, well, Blake, you can't hire Mel Tucker. He's horrible. He doesn't have a lot of energy uh, at the press conference. I don't give a shit about his energy at the press conference. You know what I care about? His team having energy and kicking somebody's ass. I don't care for the sound bites like most people. I can make my own sound bites. I can come out here and call everybody Rudy Poos. For all I give a shit, I can make my own sound bites. I've built something that where I can make my own sound bites. I don't need my head coach out there making huge sound bites because you know what happens when you're losing and you don't know what to do, and you don't have a good PR game, or Sharon. That long titty, no nipple, have an ass. <laughs> it's a joke. For everybody that's going to get on for me for just saying that, it's a joke. Uh, Landon Benoit with some MLB questions. I dig it. He says, uh, hashtag ask Blake, who are you taking to ALCS? Go Stros. I hate Boston. Let's go Astros. Boston's cheating, bro. I'm sorry. Alex Cora is the biggest cheater of all time. The man cheats. I don't know how he's doing it this time, but the man cheats. He been cheating since his day at Miami. Cheater. <laughs> uh, Rodney Kraft says Mullen is going to, on YouTube, says Mullen is going to put on a clinic Saturday. And uh, the head, the head... CEO gets e- or the the heat on the CEO gets even hot. I'm talking about Orgeron. Ronnie says, "Love the show. Just found it. I'm in Colorado. Well, thank you for joining us, my friend. I greatly appreciate it." Danny says, "Hashtag Ask Blake. What's up, Blake? What happened to the show's replays on Apple Podcasts? They should be back. I mean, they were there today. I uh, listened to them today. We had some issues. Um, I had we had some issues when we were out. Um." You know, out of the studio because just, I mean, like, man, I could, like, the headset, I mean, I can't show my, I think I can maybe. Like, I got my mixer right here. I mean, things are just, when I, when you have to go remote every day and set everything up and break everything down, it was really a headache. And so, I, it was it was tough for me to bring guests on. 
Um, and so now we can kind of guess it thing guess things back up now. Um, so that that will be fun. Like so, for example, the uh, the Josh Pate Josh Pate we had a couple of days ago. Um, I mean, guys, it took me two hours because I'm just having to break every, you know. And I was away, and and now that I'm in my own studio, it might take me thirty minutes to upload this after the pot after the show's over on Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. And so, Danny, if you're having issues, unsubscribe and then resubscribe. Don't forget to resubscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, sometimes. Apple Podcasts is nothing but a bunch of Rudy Poos. That's why I always uh, listen to Spotify or go to Spotify because just it's tough, man. Kate says, long titty, no nipple, have an ass. And puts a lot of laughing face emojis. My man got my, my man got some some of them. Brian Russell says, keep hearing, that, uh, uh, hearing about this Boston College coach. What makes him so special? He's a defensive guru. I mean, just schematically, he's a very impressive. And guys, they name a name a player on Boston College. <laughs> you can't. You can't. All right, let's get a couple more of these. Uh, Jason Olson says LSU can afford it. Brandon Reese, I promise you that. Yeah, look, guys, I can't. Um. I can't get behind people who talk about the money aspect of all of this because uh, LSU's got the money. I, I, I'm tired of hearing about the money side in all of this. Uh, Pooh Bear says, who else, uh, you who else doesn't have good energy? Saban. Shit. But here's the thing. he's Saban's got good energy. It's just a different kind of focus energy. Like, Everybody's on eggshells when they're around Saban, which then breeds a different type of – which breeds energy. I mean, go – you know, and I, I don't know if this is what you're trying to say, Pooh Bear. I don't think it is, but go watch him on the practice field. I mean, he's roast it's – a, it's a hour, it's a hour and 45-minute roasting fest. Like, I don't think he says anything positive to players. Like, I, I really don't. <laughs> Peter Smith says, F it, call Kirby Smart. Uh, Brandon Reese says, Dabo, this is what everybody was responding to, Dabo makes $8.3 million. Guys, the money, though, it, I mean, it's not – I mean, because what's going to happen is, let's say, example, you hire Dabo for $9 million a year for a four- or five-year contract, and then by the time more head coaches are hired, that $9 million is, is going to be middle of the pack. And then you're going to have to extend him and so – Aaron Adams talks about Luke Fickle. Yeah, I need to watch more of Luke Fickle. Uh, and my brother says Billy Napier. Let's see how he's doing tonight. What's that uh, What's that score right now? Mr. Fahoko says, love the show. We talked a little bit today. Mr. Fahoko, hope all is well. You need to get your son back on the show. I know he probably has got a lot to say about the current state of LSU football. You know what? I'm going to reach out to him. I'm going to reach out to him after the show. You need to get my man back on. Brain was a uh, fantastic guest. Uh, Big Dog on YouTube says, what about grabbing a young top coach from the FCS? Name one. I mean, look, I, Big Dog, I'm not saying I'm not, I, I'm not saying that you don't. I'm just saying name them. You know what I mean? Like, going, and coming from the F, FCS and then coming to LSU, that's a whole different ball game. 
All right, last one. Scott's or a couple last couple. Dabo has won a championship, has beat Saban head to head. Uh, it seems like a big name or ad is known or AD is known for doing that. Think we could realistically get him to LSU? Yeah, I do think that you could realistically get him to LSU. Um, the question is, is that you, or the thing is, is that you're just gonna have to bring the house. And not only are you going to have to get him $9 million, you're going to have to buy him out. I mean, and look, everybody talks about money. I'm so tired of hearing it about money. Guys, $100 million is $100 million. But Blake, what about COVID? Shit, you made $66 million just for snapping a ball for the college football playoff and winning a couple of games and winning a natty. Not on top of all the advertising and money and shit you made. I'd love to see how much LSU Athletics has got in the bank and how much Taft would get behind, Tiger Athletic Foundation would get behind Dabo. Shit, they do it in a heartbeat. Gino says, well, Ed beat Saban. It's true. It's true. Very, very true. All right, let's call it a night. We've had a good night. We're going to try to guess it up tomorrow, too. We're going to try to guess it up tomorrow. Be fun. Be very fun. But until then, to the Rudy crew, we'll see you soon. Y'all have a good night. Well, I think so. (laughs) Here we go. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times, and stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in, but you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro, easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. 